When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's Arts Action Week in Minnesota. The arts have taken a huge hit over the last two years. 57% of creative workers went on unemployment during COVID, and Minnesota lost $2.2 billion in revenue. Help Minnesota Citizens for the Arts pass the bill to grant COVID relief to the arts and cultural groups who were hurt by the pandemic. It's Arts Action Week, and we need your help to show that people across the state want to see funding for the arts. Learn more and sign up at artsmn.org or use my talk keyword, arts. My talkers, thanks for hanging out with us today. Julia and myself are back in St. Paul, Minnesota, while Lori's hanging out in Hawaii, bringing in the sun, soaking in the rays, having fun. And this hour, I think right now, actually, we've got something to give away to you guys, right? We do. We do. Um, All right. Should we do it for like the seventh caller at 651-641-1071? You can win tickets to what always sells out. Wild Angels, the women of rock, pop, and country at the Chanhassen this Friday or Saturday night. You can choose which night you want for you and your friend, your lover, nice. your partner, whoever. 651-641-1071. But please, if you've won something in the last 30 days, um, be honest up front because we don't want to have to lose these tickets and not give them to you. It's just kind of a technical thing around here. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be a great night of music. These women can. Oh, they're they're all so good. All three of them. Pamela, I know. Neil, Amy. They're so great. I know. Okay, so really um, Lori okay, is. I want to go back to music, Julia, because I forgot that at four thirty when we do a little TV talk. Yes. That one of our. I remember. I loved the book. You did not like it. I, I'm pretty sure you didn't finish it, but oh, it's in a, it's a new Apple Plus TV series. So I, I can share with you yeah. another book story tomorrow. I want to just go back to music since we were giving away the music tickets yes. and yes. all of that. But you know, going back to that song, I'll take you there by the Staple Sisters. You know, sisters. Um, the only thing in that song, I'll take you there. The only thing that they rehearsed was the verse i'll take you there absolutely everything else in that song is just them improving. so like i adding. start singing a song a line i know a place yes and then you would say all Ain't of that nobody crying yes Funny. all of that i didn't know that improvised and they, they remembered that's it. that's just mm-hmm they they just they, they just uh, that's just how they sang you know their dad was a reverend and you know those the staple sisters they grew up with Aretha and um you know that was just i mean Elvis i mean that's what influenced Elvis the king of rock and roll 
the thing that influenced Elvis was gospel music, a hundred percent. Right. It's and and that came through because there is a need, I think, for everybody to, you know, feel a, a soulful joy in clapping, foot stomping, and feeling the music. Which yeah. I think that song, I'll take you, take you there, definitely makes everybody who hears it. They go, oh yeah, amen. It's the one where we always jump up and want to dance. And yeah. when is the last yeah. time? Okay, have you guys gone dancing down there yet? Uh, no, but we uh, we've got uh, we've got reservations at a fancy schmancy the Monlani Bay Hotel, and they have a they have a really good slack key guitarist and uh, hula a woman who's been doing hula there on uh, like Wednesday and Friday nights for maybe twenty years. So, such a I'm so excited. Oh, that sounds like fun. And we yeah, and we've seen some other you know music here and there, but this. This is the big island is a quiet island, okay? Okay, so are you so are you having to cook three meals a day, Lori, now that you're living oh, in God, a little no. cottage? Well what are you doing oh, God, for no. breakfast? Oh no, no, we just we each <laughs> I am eating my right my uh, you know, Kate Krispies or whatever the heck that granola cereal and K- Casey makes his own stuff. I refuse. So what meal are you <laughs> so then are you going out to dinner every night? Oh no, that's why we had to do that uh, that excruciating trip to Costco. Okay. <laughs> to find stuff, you know. Oh god. I I can't believe how much those cement floors hurt your back. I can't You're, imagine working Lori, there. Lori, it's what 10 a, minutes. Honest to be. Julia, we were there 2 hours. That's absolutely insane. Julia, we had to go down every aisle because when you're in a big super to Costco, you don't know what you want. You don't know what aisle anything is and you can't find anybody. So you got to go aisle by aisle by aisle. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Okay. Can I, can I get back to some, my 1972? Okay. All right. Another great, a great song in honor. But we're giving away tickets right now and taking information. So you got to wait for a second. We're good to go. Oh, we're good. Okay. We're good to go. Just tell me the song and we're good to go. Okay, so the next song, I don't want you to play it yet, Love Train by the OJs. I mean, I flip and love this song. And just yesterday, heard it in the car on like this oldie station. And Casey and I both knew all the words. But here's a cool thing you might not know about Love Train by the OJs. First of all, it was released in the last weeks of 1972. And it broke into the top 40 the same day that the Paris Peace Agreement was signed, which was, of course, you know, the end of the Vietnam War. Um, and the timing couldn't have been better as the song, if you listen to the lyrics, calls for every nation to get on board with its message of getting in the groove of love, Julia, getting in the <laughs> groove of love. And, and and it's Philadelphia, you know, it's the music uh Rich strings, it's a danceable beat, it's a Philadelphia soul music, and Vietnam, The I think it was the lead singer, he said about the love train, Vietnam was running on, the rich were getting richer, and it was just a perfect song to sing about so, social justice and the groove and the love of music, and it's the OJ's most su- successful, excuse me, single ever, Love Train. I never knew those words. I never knew I know, the next stop is England. We've got to get Russia and China, too. I, I never knew yeah. these words. Wow, right? Yeah, so I, I didn't think, you know, people think of that song, and I think of, like, uh, you know, doing a line dance on um, 
oh, what was Don Cornelius, Soul, Soul Train, Soul Train yeah. you know, or it just, it's such a danceable song and it's just got that groovy R&B thing. But yeah, came released right when, you know, at the time when the Paris Peace Agreement and, you know, they sign those things and it still, you know, takes a year for the war to be over or whatever. Yes, I never, um, I like that, Lori. All right, we have to go though, love. Right. Um, that was Lori taking us back to 1972, a deep cut that we needed to hear uh, because she read the Parade magazine in her newspaper in Hawaii <laughs> last Sunday. I can't wait for our next update. I love reading newspapers in other towns, but you're right, Parade magazine it's still oh. you have to get the paper to get it. It's lovely. It is online though. It is online though. I did know I did look at that one week. All right. When we come back, um, I'm gonna tell you guys something that you're gonna really wanna know and it's gonna protect you and it could protect you up to four hundred and thirty eight trillion years. We'll be right back. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. That is random. Well, all right. Here is what's going to save you um, time and life. Um, passwords. There's a new thing out that they. The new thing for hackers is they can cra- crack any passwords that six characters or, or less can be cracked instantly. Instantly. So generally, they're saying if you don't want to be cracked, you need to up your password game big time right now because this is an easy way for people to access. There's a lot of crime going on out there, and cybercrime is one of them. So to secure your password, here are the things that you need to know. It matters how long it is. It matters if the letters are upper and lower case. It matters if there's numbers there and if there's special characters. And if your password is lowercase and anything less than nine letters. They, people, someone can crack it immediately. Um, so if it's 12 characters, you're doing a little better. But if it's 11 char- if it's 10 characters, it can be cracked in three days, 11, five months, 12, 24 years. But if you go 18 characters, you guys, you have 483 trillion years. I, I want to change mine after this. And if it's numbers, if you're doing like one, two, three, four, five, six, or 10, nine, eight, seven, eight, whatever. Cracked immediately. It's just a little warning yeah. for people. Okay, and try try not to use your soap opera name well, first because what is you yours? can't remember it. Okay, well, well the first soap name opera of your name pet. Is, no, no, yeah, no, no. Is. Don't get it confused with stripper pet oh, name. Okay, <laughs> a, a, a soap opera name is the name of the first street that you live on, right? And then you use. Either a maiden name or a previously married name. You can see how this can go all wrong as far as remembering, at least if you're in the multiple marriage department (laughs) or you moved around a lot and you can't really remember exactly the name of your first street. So I've had many names. I've been Tioga. I've been, you know, um, Edison. You know, all good soap opera names. But then I get in trouble. Yeah. Then you have to remember them. Then you have oh, to yeah. remember them. Okay, so I just I just thought that was so kind be of... be devious. Be devious. Be devious and write them down somewhere, and upper, not on your phone. Upper and lowercase <laughs> matters. Grant, are you pretty cautious about that? Okay, no, well, we're not going to say anything. For a young guy that should be and knows all that kind of stuff, I am as average as every person in here. I use probably mm-hmm. the same password for most of everything or a version of it. Yep. 
Okay, we'll use yeah. upper and lowercase, use some numbers and throw in some symbols and I up, do. up I do your game that. till 12 characters. All right, so that was just my little safety thing. Did you guys see the kind of Ocean's Eleven heist that people are doing at the gas stations where a minivan is just driving up over the, the gas tank in the ground and sucking the gas? how desperate we've got? Well, yeah, they've now also like catalytic converters. They're literally going under cars and drilling holes in the tanks. And taking out Julia, gas that way as well. I know. Yeah. It you was like breaking the code. The only kinds of robberies I want to hear about is when they happen in the place Place <laughs> de Triomphe in Paris in broad daylight with motorcycles. Diamonds and games. diamonds. Diamonds, oh, and they get two million and they give them to the people. Speaking of which, Lori, you know, we're yeah. talking to um, Kate Quinn, who wrote, you know, the Alice Network. I, your book is in the mail. Um, oh, good. But the book, I just started it last night, and oh my God, is it good. It's called um, The Diamond Eye. It comes out at the end of this month. It's another one. Like, remember how we just weren't able to put down the Rose Code or any of her other ones? I, I, it's the, so far, there's not a historical fictional book Kate Quinn has written that I haven't loved. Right, and one of the guys in it just gets paid in diamonds, so that's where the diamonds, yeah. and it's based on a true story. It's very really? interesting in our times right now. I, I couldn't put it down. If you've been wondering why you've been buying all the candy lately, it's because you're like everybody else. Candy sales are way up. Um, it's comforting. Yes, it is. We have Twizzlers right now, and we have popcorn in the double wide. But um, seventy, just everyone says it's it's important just to eat it, whatever the hell you want right now. But there's two and five people now. There's three of us here. Follow at least one candy brand or candy store on social media. Lori, are, have you been following Dots? <laughs> I should be. I'm appalled at myself that I don't. Did you buy That's any candy? Be rectified. Did you buy candy you know what? for Costco? Um, we yeah. Well, we always get you know like a bunch of the. I love those macadamia clusters. You, do. you know, I bring them back for people. Yes. I love those. And also, they have macadamia. You know, caramel corn and caramel corn in any shape or flavor. I love, but throwing some macadamia nuts in that stuff, and oh, Casey and I are just suckers for a handful of that. Oh, gosh. All right, so um, we've kind of been wondering, we've heard some different classes that are being offered at universities. Now, there's one at Concord University in Canada, which is uh, just launching its first course on... How to breathe. On what? How to breathe. (laughs) Well, how this one person should breathe, Kanye West. And the course is titled Kanye versus Yee, Genius by Design, and it's taught by a rapper and a... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major your podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Professor Nancy Nurse. Oh, wow. And according to her, she's going to teach students to discuss the world through the lens of one of the most influential artists of our generation. But Mm -hmm. she also is going to focus on community, creativity, responsibility, accountability, fame, mental health, and more. I think it would be kind of fascinating if you were in college and you get three credits for that. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't know if I'd sign up for that, but maybe maybe I would be because that seems like I could meet some cute guys in that class. Oh, there you go. There <laughs> you go, Lori. I took bartending as a class at UMD. Just to do that, Just right? for that very That's reason. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I yeah. ever made it to a class. I had a hard time yeah. fresh, freshman year going to classes. <laughs> I, I that was always did. my theory about communication and to, and like psychology in the early like freshman sophomore year. Yeah, those guys were there to meet chicks. You think so? Same That's right. English classes. Grant, what are your thoughts? Hey, I uh, went into that communication major for a while myself because at my school, that's where all the girls all were. There. All the yeah. girls were in the in media, and that's that's where it was, and that's there where I followed. Oh my gosh, yeah. I believe it. All right, so something has turned fifty years old today. What do you think it is? The Godfather. So many things. Godfather. The Godfather. The Godfather is 50 years old today. I'm going to do 10 fun facts on The Godfather tomorrow because there's so many things about that movie that we just really don't know about. Um, But I didn't have time to get to it today. All right. So I remember your dad telling me about taking Casey to see that when he was like 12 years old. And when they, your mom, he, he said, don't tell mom we're going to the movie, but I want you to see where our people are from. And Casey. Our people. <laughs> yeah, where our people came from. That's what your dad said. He just took I know. Casey. And when they left the theater, your dad looked at Casey and he said, what do you think of that movie? And he said, dad, I'm so glad I'm Italian. Oh, can you just well, see him? And then the next week they took him to the exorcist. Right. Serious. Oh my God. It was really close. I, I don't know. I don't know if they came out, but he's like, Dad, I'm so glad we're Italian. That's funny. That's funny. But it was 50 years ago in 1972, the year we're highlighting in music today. It opened in theaters. He made Francis Ford Coppola made it for six million. um, But that would be like forty one million dollars in today's money. So not that much money. No. For that big of a movie and franchise at that too no kidding i mean there was three of them there's gonna be a movie about the making of the godfather you know, yes mm-hmm. yep. a movie yeah. about the making of the movie all right so when we come back um okay something's gonna happen but in the meantime grant tell us about the traffic okay so um we all watched grant tried to watch inventing anna <laughs> about anna yeah. delfrey the fake heiress with the amazing accent that I think Donna has perfected and I think Brittany can do. Um, and her story unfold. And then we talked about what was the aftermath of it. And um, she went to Rikers Island. for Julia Garner from Ozark. Yes. Ruth, who's out for revenge. She was out. For, <laughs> she was good. Anna is out, out for revenge. And so is Ju- I, Julia Garner. I'm just blown away at what a good actor she is. She's so good, isn't she? Yeah. So she was supposed to be deported yesterday. Correct, Mundo. G- good. I know, but Back here's 
here's what happened. So I can't think of the lady's name, but she's married to Al Walker and she works for GMA. Oh. What's her well, name, Lori? Or uh, no. I know what you're talking All about. All right. So she went and interviewed Anna um shortly thereafter she was convicted and then she had a follow-up interview with her. So here's a little bit about what's going on with inventing Anna, Anna Sarkin. I am famous. This morning, the real-life muse for the Netflix hit series Inventing Anna has apparently been deported. Painting a public picture of me as some criminal, that's not my story. What is your story? Anna Sorokin has spent the past year in immigration custody, a deportation order signed for her in February. Rumors started swirling today, and then I hadn't heard from her this afternoon, which is our normal practice. Speaking with GMA overnight, her attorney says he's been fighting her case and that legally she should not be sent back to Europe. Traditionally, you have 30 days to appeal any orders, and then the appeal will either be denied or approved. And so if you do the math, I think we had until the 18th or 19th of this month. Infamously known as the Soho Grifter, Sorokin conned big banks and the New York elite into believing she was a German heiress with a $60 million inheritance. In reality, Anna, who adopted the last name Delvey, was found guilty in 2019 of stealing more than a quarter million dollars from acquaintances, banks and hotels to bankroll her lavish lifestyle. Many people see you as the ultimate scammer. Are you? No, absolutely not. Her time behind bars, including 19 months at New York's infamous Rikers Island Jail. We spoke with her just as she was released from prison. The idea would be for this business to work and I would just repay everything. The impression these bankers are getting is that you have millions and millions of dollars in your account. If you have these millions, why do you need their money to fund your club? Even the richest of people always take out loans. I was just trying to get a cheap loan. Sorokin's brief stint back in society, financed in part by that Netflix deal she signed while in jail. But weeks after our interview, immigration authorities arrested her. Sorokin sharing her experience in this Insider Magazine op-ed, responding to the immigration judge's ruling, which said... The court finds that even if released from detention and ordered to report regularly to ICE, the respondent would have the ability and inclination to continue to commit fraudulent and dishonest acts. Sorokin adding, sorry, am I on trial for this again? Do you feel badly? Do you have regret? I feel like I'm just trying to deal with, um, with consequences of my actions. Um, I was young. I would not repeat my actions. I'm just trying to make the best out of my situation. Okay, seriously, though, if you listen uh, to how she talks. That. She would try and figure out a new way to grift and con. Oh, totally. Well, that's why they they put her back in, but she has not been deported. So here, classic, if you've seen Inventing Anna, this is what happened, Laura, is that people um, waited outside the Frankfurt airport because she was going to be deported to Frankfurt, Germany, to capture, mm-hmm. and she, she did never was there and apparently at a last moment Sorkin refused to leave the airport while her lawyers filed a motion for her to stay so it has overstayed a student visa yes she did but so she's still here and she she's going soon but her lawyers probably saying she's um in harm's way with everything going on with europe she probably owes some bad people money and she really is afraid for her life 
I mean, but listening to her talk, isn't it striking how much Julie Gardner, Julia Gardner, you know, who played her, got it right? Yeah. The accent, which was so weird. Which is Russian trying to sound German schooled in Britain. <laughs> That's a hard one. I can't even do North Dakota. I feel like this yeah, is right. so unfair. Talent people. Well, so. Stay tuned, but yeah, she's going to be nominated for an Emmy, and I know, like, I think it's definitely more of a woman's show, just in the sense that it's Shonda Rhimes is giving us soapy, but good soapy. Yes, I think you're right, because Grant did start it, but he he bowed out. Oh, Casey would never watch it. He, 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 like, we love it for the fashion, and... The attitude, the music. I mean, Shonda Rhimes gets us. Yeah. And it, it's a great story. It's compelling. I mean, it is. it's just for me, like you said, there's parts of it that I get a little lost in, but fascinating story. Th- think about all the people that she conned. We know the one rich woman who, who we recognize from Scandal and stuff. You know, she, she got her for at least a couple hundred thousand dollars. Think of all the people who don't want to come forward. Right. Um, and say they got scammed by her. Right. Lori, you know that lady from Scandal? You know who that uh-huh. is? She's in all the Shonda Rhimes um, projects. Her name yes. is is Kate Burton. She is literally... Yeah, Kate Burton. She's Richard Burton's daughter. Burton's daughter. Yeah, I, I didn't that. know this. <laughs> so when Richard Burton married Elizabeth Taylor, um, they met on the set in 1963 on Cleopatra. Um, right. Elizabeth Taylor. Well, he was comforting her because he was good friends with her husband and Elizabeth. Well, no, that was Eddie no, Fisher. That no, was no, this her. was she was on up. husband number four. She was right. just married to Conrad Hilton Jr. Oh, judger. So they adopted a gal named Maria during their marriage. Yeah. When Kate was around seven years old, Kate Burton, who played the lady that got con and also played the mother of Meredith. Gray on Gray's Anatomy. Gray. Yes, I didn't know this, so she just went on to say that um, that Elizabeth Taylor was so wonderful. She oh, can you loved her, and then she I went bet. on to talk about um, her life as um, in inventing Anna and working on Shonda Rhimes' projects. She said Shonda Rhimes likes to hire um, people who were in the theater. Because yeah. they have so much dialogue in a Shonda Rhimes production yeah. that she she just loved it. And she just said that um, she likes the- theatrically trained actors because her material is challenging and not everybody can handle it. And she said when she was Which reading... a nice way of saying people aren't bitching at her about how many lines they got to memorize. Yes. She said, <laughs> she just said she loved, loved, loved doing Inventing Anna and, and is so proud of it. And she said now when she says her dad is Richard Burton, people just are like, who? What? Huh? Oh, geez. Yeah, yeah. People, yeah. people. We, the famous. I got to tell you what? about a, movie, a, a TV series that's premiering um, on Apple Plus TV, if you have it. It's starring Elizabeth Moss. Mm-hmm. And it's a book called, it's a, it's a show based on the novel of the same book. It's called Shining Girls by Lauren... Bukes, Julia, we had Lauren on our show in back night- in 2013. Yes, we did. I recognize the cover, and I have it at home. You and absolutely I absolutely ne- hated it. Couldn't 
read the book, couldn't finish the book. No. I loved the book. Right. There was a huge bidding war um, with several publishers just to get the book, and then there was a bidding war to make it be, and it's now, here it is, 2022. The book was published in 2013, The Shining Girls. It's debuting, uh, getting rave reviews. Um, Elizabeth Moss is in it, and it's a time-traveling show. It's a mind-bender of a show. It's a dead girl mystery to end all dead girl mysteries. And it's This drifter oh. in, like, the 30s, Right. he drifts around and kills women that shine quote-unquote that's oh my. the premise it sounds horrible to me but i bet it's good it, yeah they i said it grant yeah and other people to know and if you're elizabeth moss fan i guess she's just amazing in it but it had a bidding war both for book publishers she's written other books and a bidding war to make this be a series and and uh, Mr. Jeff won the bidding war. He so, did. It doesn't come out till or, April. Tim Kirk, Apple Plus. Sorry, yeah. Apple me. Plus, okay. It doesn't come out till April 29th on Apple TV. Yeah. And you know, Elizabeth Moss is such a good actress. Oh, so, she's so good. She's so good. So that'll be a good one. But no, they said it's not a whodunit, it's how done it. How done it. And yes. I, it was really my brother, I think, might have turned me on. You didn't want to have it on. In fact, you told me I refused to read this book. I still have it. it, it Donnie and I both read it and loved it. My brother Ugh. loved it just because it's such a wild, wild premise. So if you're looking for something, you know, in April, it's, uh, it's <laughs> we'll, supposed to be very we'll good. We'll tell you. El- Listen, we like to give people heads up and they're in the know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. This is Lori and Julia. We'll be right back, and we're going to Hollywood speak. What is the meaning of this? All right, Lorene, let's get at it. What is the meaning of everything? The first one I'm going to fail on. Well, I don't think you're going to fail on this one. Um, This is actually, um, uh, you know, Power of the Dog director, Jane Campion. I'm going to roll my window down. I think someone's using a weed cutter. Okay, and, and, yep. Okay, except I don't know how to work the window here, so we're just going to, you know. All right, talk into the microphone. Background Okay. Okay. We're good. So, you know, the dog director, Jane Campion. Yes. At the BAFTAs said, you know, about Sam Elliott dissing her movie that it wasn't a good Western she called him a B-I-T-C-H and then said, you're just, you're not a cowboy, you're an actor. And then she put her foot in her mouth, getting her director award at the Critics' Choice and insulted Venus and Serena. Well, today she's one-upped herself. She's giving an interview with the Hollywood Reporter and she said, okay, Sam, let's meet down at the Warner Brothers lot for a shootout. Okay, that's funny. But... Yeah, Jean. I know. I don't know. Why is she saying that? We I don't got know. The rush shooting and the the shootout. I wonder how this is going to go down with Oscar voters. It, well, they're done. I think it's it's next Are week. Are they? The voting is over. Yes. Are you sure, Grant? Check on that. I'm I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure. But okay, because the Oscars aren't until March twenty seventh, and you know they want to give all these complaining. Members of the Academy, time to watch all these shows. (laughs) 
I don't know. Do I think it's. It is. It says here the yep. deadline to cast electronic votes is 5 p.m. Tuesday, February 1st yep. for the Oscars. Okay, but yep. what about the letter voters? Oh, Lori, stop no, it. It's electronic. <laughs> Honest. Oh, because everyone's. You can't believe how many people are in their, their 80s, 90s, and 100s that are in the academy. There's that are going to send many, in a letter. You're so funny. <laughs> they, send, they give them a ballot ballot choice, yeah. too. They do. Yeah, they, they said do. there was over uh, 9,000 eligible voters, and they've all gotten, yeah, they had till February 1st to get them in. So apparently it's been done. Yeah. It's been done, Lori. It's okay, been done. So she's not getting any trouble for challenging Sam Elliott to a shootout at the Warner Brothers. <laughs> no, <laughs> she isn't. Okay, this is Ozzy Osbourne quoting it. Might have been a while ago, um, but the quote is circulating again, and... I thought between you and Grant, I'm pretty sure that you can Hollywood speak this. This is Ozzy's quote. Guns N' Roses would have been the best band in the world if Axl Rose had never been in the group. That's for you, Grant. Uh, I have no idea. I mean, uh, clearly there's a, I'm, it's probably a partner thing in the past, maybe. They uh, shared a, a, a love interest and he got the love interest and he's bitter about it. I'm, that's, I, Lori, we have no I idea. Do. I no even idea. have looked this up to try to be, to figure it out. So you, you Hollywood it speak out. it. Yeah, what do you got <laughs> well, for it? I guess, I guess I'm just going to Hollywood speak that Ozzy is mad that Axel. Uh, you know, for in his eyes, is is a bigger rock star than Ozzy, even <laughs> though I think Ozzy had his share of uh, glory groupies, drugs, and alcohol, just like Axel. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's probably being you know. talked about a little bit more than Ozzy lately, and the, sh- the Osbournes, when they're getting discussed, it's usually Sharon opening up her big mouth, so eh, he's probably just throwing a little shade over there to get his name back in the uh, so? limelight. Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Okay, that, this one, Late, Lady Gaga and Alana he, uh, Heim saved Rachel Zegler's gown at the um, BAFTA Awards with a hairpin. Well, I don't know who Rachel Zegler is. I don't know who Alana Heim is. West Side Story. Oh, she got, a, she got a rip in it, and she needed a hairpin. And those women, we know, there's a, I wonder how many hairpins are on a red carpet with all that fake hair. A lot. A so, lot. like a bobby pin could fix a hole. Maybe they're well, talking about a safety pin. A safety pin. I mean, I know every little red carpet bag we've ever packed, Julia. We carry a bobby pin, a safety pin. Yeah, some we have stuff in it. Tape. We do. Well, they know what Just to do. They know what to do. Okay. All right. Here, do you want me to give you another one? Well, Here's one. <laughs> let's it's- see if I cannot fail. <laughs> okay. Um, is Queen Elizabeth honestly canceling appearances just to avoid using a wheelchair? Well, that came up, I, but I think I saw a picture of her standing today. I kind of love it if she is. for a second for a photo, Jules. Huh? Well, right. Anyone can stand for a second with Well, think of photo. how old she is, and she has to walk everywhere. She has walked everywhere. Maybe she's canceling appearances because she's sick of doing them. <laughs> No, I, I really do think she's, she does not want to be photographed in a wheelchair, and quite frankly, neither do I. Good to know. I'm noting that in <laughs> when I take care of my uh, Lori and Casey file. What to play, right. 
No photographs in wheelchairs. Picture of me in a wheelchair. Okay. <laughs> I really. I'm, I'm gonna. To the nines I'm gonna agree with, with you on that a, one. If I am in one of a, we'll place you in another chair. Naked man on me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll place you in a different chair with prop you up with pillows or something if we have to. I'm kind of with you okay, on that how one. About this one. All right, how about this one? And remember when we laughed and laughed when Holly posted it a, a while ago when uh, Adam Driver is the new face of, like, Burberry? Yes. A men's cologne. Yes. And he ran into the ocean, and he came out looking, you know, he was a centaur, half man, half horse. Yeah, and he and described it. it and and, and we, we, we felt nervous for him that he was doing such an ad and here's his explanation okay i wanted to be muscular like a horse (laughs) okay i'm gonna hollywood speak that okay he wanted to look hung like a horse (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's all i could think of right that's it right nice job that is exactly it julia because that no man We'll say, ah, oh, shucks, don't say that about me. I mean, look at Owen Wilson, the butterscotch right. stallion. I mean, for some reason, anyone who's seen horse dong goes, man, if you're hung like that, you don't, you got a Christmas Christmas wreath. But some women or and other men are going to run shrieking from that very same Christmas wreath. Right. <laughs> but remember how he described it, Lori, is a horrible oh, yeah. smell. He had a horrible, he, we don't think he's going to get higher back. Back. It's a one and done. Thing. Yeah, it's a one and done for him to be the um, the look for Burberry uh, men's cologne. He said something really funny about it. What yeah, was it? Well, like it's I don't know, but I'm I'm dying for someone to ask Natalie Portman about her her weird perfume ads. What is she doing right now? Oh, she does the. She's done them for years. The Dior. Summer. She's on a motorcycle whizzing around France. I don't know. But Adam Driver is a horse. No, we we don't want him to be a horse. He can be hung like a horse, but that's it. <laughs> All right, we'll take it. We'll take it. Okay, Britney Spears says that her dad, the first day of her conservatorship and for quite a few years after that, would tell her, I am Britney Spears in response to any questions she had about anything i believe it you have no rights you have no voice i am you it's true what a dang imagine yeah she also that's what he would say to her how horrible what a horrible parent no kidding yeah i mean he just really there's no way that anyone is ever going to like really like him again except for people who have to or people he pays to. Mm-hmm. Because he just was... I can't imagine my dad or any of the dads or men I know like that would be so gloating about that, about getting a, a lifelong conservatorship and rub it in your face. Right. And she said from day one, anything. I am Britney Spears, so if I say no, it's no for you. Oh, Lord. I know. Well, parenting. Oh, parenting. Uh Uh-huh. All right, we're going to take a quick break.